Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Coco and Dalts. We're real people bringing you real reviews of all the latest streaming offerings on Netflix, Disney Plus, and Amazon Prime. I'm not Dalts. And I'm not Coco. And if you're American, happy Thanksgiving. We're bringing this to you on Thanksgiving Day in the States. If you are not American, happy Thursday. If you're Canadian, happy Memorial Grey Cup Day weekend because there's no Grey Cup this year. And everybody knows what the Grey Cup is. It's the CFL's version of the Super Bowl. Were the Argonauts going to be in the Grey Cup if... Well, they didn't play the season. Oh, they didn't. No, oh, okay. Didn't play at all. all right, so that would be a no. Yeah. But uh, you know what did play this season? <laughs> wow, nice segue. <laughs> no, not really. Oh. Uh, we're coming to you today because we're reviewing the brand spanking new Netflix release, The Christmas Chronicles Part 2. Daltz, why don't you tell listener what it's all about? I sure will. So Kurt Russell plays Santa Claus, Goldie Hawn plays Mrs. Claus, and Christmas is Threatened, which is very similar to Christmas Chronicles 1, which we won't get into. And which we also don't really remember a whole lot of, right. <laughs> so that's probably better that we don't get into it. That's why we're not getting into it, because I don't remember it very much. Okay. And there was not a lot of enthusiasm in our household for watching this movie by anybody, including uh, younger people <laughs> who thought the first one was awful, so they didn't want to watch the second one. Um, but we watched it because we care about you, listener. There's a lot of demand for Christmas Chronicles, apparently, in our past. Yeah, it's one of our top five all-time downloaded episodes when we reviewed the original, and we're shocked because it is still getting downloads to this day and we don't understand how that's possible. So because we are uh, you know, gonna, willing to do anything for downloads, we're doing this one. We're doing Chronicles <laughs> 2. And we also didn't really have anything else to do today because <laughs> we don't have to work and it's a holiday and the kids aren't here. So we're right. like, all right, let's... And there's no Grey Cup to watch. There's no Grey Cup. Yeah. Um, there, I'm sure there's probably NFL, but who cares? So, so there's evil... Uh, an evil elf comes in and threatens Christmas... Wait, I thought <laughs> there's more. I thought you. Oh, okay. We're we're still going with the summary. Okay. Well, just Sorry. a little. Yeah, it's okay. the ongoing summary. It's it's like a multi-part summary because you're multifaceted, right? I'm 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 complex. <laughs> I am many layers, <laughs> especially around Thanksgiving. But um, <laughs> yeah. So the evil uh, uh, the evil uh, uh, elf threatens Christmas, and the little girl from the first movie comes and tries to save the day. But somehow they start the movie in. In uh, Cancun. Because uh, the little girl's mom is now dating Tyrese, which... (laughs) The actual Tyrese. Yeah, way to go. (laughs) And Tyrese wants to impress the family, so he takes uh, the mom, the two kids, and his son to Cancun for Christmas. And the little girl was really bitching and moaning about Mm -hmm. spending Christmas in Cancun. And I was like, shut your trap. That would be awesome. (laughs) Like, why do you want to be in the cold? Right. like when there's not a pandemic raging, I want to spend Christmas in Cancun. Well, and and I noticed that your eyes lit up when that one scene where behind her was a whole uh, row of bottles. Yes, they had the multicolored bottles, and they were making making those fabulous Mexican resort drinks that nobody knows how to make anywhere else in the world. But when you go down there, they're like, "Yeah, put some of that uh, food coloring in my in my glass. I don't care. It's delicious." Yeah, it's delicious. So what did you uh, think about the Christmas Chronicles part two? So I didn't really like it. Um, I was I was weeping. And you probably noticed at the end there, I was kind of tearing up. It was because we had just spent two hours watching this movie. <laughs> I thought you were 
uh, crying over what happens at the end of the movie, and you were either overcome with sadness or overcome with joy. I was overcome with regret, oh. actually, that we watched this movie. I So one of the great things about this movie is the chemistry between Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn, which hopefully that's legitimate. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully they're not acting that. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were really good. She was in it a lot more this time around than she was in the first one. I think in the first one, she just popped up like an extremely tiny cameo at the very end. The very like, end, welcome yeah. back to the North Pole, dear. And yeah. that was like it. Yeah. So. And she was a co-star pretty much in this movie yeah. with, with uh, Kurt. And I really like the two of them. I like their chemistry. I like them as people. They seem like they're decent. Um off the uh, off camera um, <laughs> and uh, so I like that uh, but I couldn't really there was nothing really uh, redeemable about the rest of the movie there was the, re- the Chris uh, Columbus is the director he also did he was involved with uh, the Home Alone movies and he did Gremlins and everything like that so the Elves look like gremlins, essentially. Yeah, they do. And, and they act like gremlins in part of the movie, too. In part of the movie, yeah. they do, yes, exactly. We won't spoil it, but they get all hopped up on the junk at one point. <laughs> and they're bringing out nunchucks. And, and chainsaws. <laughs> right, totally. <laughs> and, of course, there's the obligatory uh, musical scene uh, that we had in the, fu- in the first uh, movie. We did. And it's inexplicable in some ways because, you know, San all of a sudden brings the song and he's got soul and everything like that. And the first one, I think he was in jail. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was Kurt Russell's Jailhouse Rock fever dream. I think that's the reason why that was in the first movie. And I completely forgot about that until there was the musical number in the second movie. And then mm-hmm. Daltz looked at me and he's like, wasn't there a musical number in the first movie too? And I was like, yeah, it was like Jailhouse Rock. So yeah. Kurt Russell still trying to be a rock star in the Christmas Chronicles part two. Yeah. And I think this was fine. This is, you know what you're getting into with this movie. Right. There's not going to be... You know, they don't release it at the end of the year because they hope to get an Oscar for it. They <laughs> release it at the end of the year because it's a Christmas movie. <laughs> right, totally. This is not Moonlight. This is not, right. you know. Not Spotlight, Moonlight. Right. Or any of the lights. Right, exactly. Uh, what did you think, Coco? So it was it was fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was, I was entertained mm-hmm. for two hours. It could have been shorter. At one point, right. I said to Daltz, uh, because... Uh, the little girl and Tyrese's son were only supposed to be in the North Pole for like one day, and at one point I looked at one point I looked at adults, and I was like, "This is the longest day of anybody's <laughs> life." Oh my god! So, it definitely they probably could have shaved a good ten to fifteen minutes off mm-hmm. it, um, but it was fine. Like you said, it was what it was. We knew what we were getting into with it. There were definitely some solid laughs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Goldie, there there were a lot of laughs in terms of them wanting to rename Santa's village Mrs. Claus's village, mm-hmm. and Santa wasn't really down with that, but he. Wanted wanted to look woke you know so he was just like yeah that has a great ring to it and then he's drinking like eggnog or whatever like off on the side so eggnog. i noticed yeah. that santa's uh, complexion was a little bit uh, redder than it <laughs> yeah. was in the last uh, version of this movie yeah so uh so there were some good laughs i i also enjoyed more goldie hahn mm-hmm. she's i mean she's what like in her 70s now but she's still just radiant Um, she's great yeah she's got great screen presence she did not appear to have as many fillers in her (laughs) as she did in the last movie Mm -hmm. so i was i was grateful for that i was a little distracted i gotta admit by the plastic surgery but it's been a long time since i've seen her on screen so and i'm used to most recently i watched a couple of weeks ago um the movie with kate hudson in it uh Oh, almost famous. Almost famous, and so she looks so much like her right. mother that I was distracted by. Oh, you know, her, she looks so beautiful before, but maybe it's the Kate Hudson proximity. Yeah, but 
nonetheless, you do you, Goldie. Like, uh, whatever happens, happens. But I was a little bit distracted by that. But I got to say, it was great to see her in this. It was Mm -hmm. great to see, like I said, the two of them together. That was was the redeeming quality of this movie was the the chemistry. Yeah, they did have good chemistry. If we were to make a movie, maybe there'd be the chemistry of of our love (laughs) captured on screen forever. You mean like when you're like, baby, the the light is shining softly off your hair. And I'm like, bleh. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you're like, pass me the drinks. Yeah. <laughs> Is there any more booze left in the house? Yeah. Christ, I got to forget about my life as much as possible. <laughs> got to get through this relationship somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm all like, la, la, la. <laughs> you're like Ryan Gosling in La La Land. You're, <laughs> you know, tickling the ivories. And <laughs> I'm inspired by your love and you're just, you're just brought down by it all. <laughs> right. That, that would be our, that would be our movie. Like, <laughs> Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell still in love after 50 years together, and me and Dalt barely tolerated each other after four and a half. <laughs> after uh, eight months in quarantine. Right. <laughs> and listener is just like, oh, this is getting a little too personal. Right. I don't Wait know. Is this a podcast or therapy? Right. So uh, you liked it. Yeah. I mean, it was it was fine. Like yeah. we said, it's not Moonlight. It's not Spotlight. It's not La La Land. Mm-hmm. But it was, it was what it was. I knew what to expect. So it was... It was fine. So the the uh, evil uh, elf was inexplicably from New Zealand, and no one else had an accent. Right. None of the other elves. All the other elves spoke elfish or whatever. It sounded suspiciously like uh, Norwegian or Finnish or something like that. Um, but this guy was like, he was a rogue, I guess. Yeah, that's true. In so many ways. Yeah, apparently the punishment uh, when you're an a-hole, when you're an elf, is you become human. And I'm like, well, that's pretty appropriate because humans right. are a-holes. So, <laughs> right. you know? I mean, yeah. And then he's like, you don't know how much this sucks. And I was like, oh, I do, bro. I I really kind of do know how much it sucks to so be. So you'd rather be an elf is what you're saying? No. Oh. Not okay. really. Yeah. No. I don't, I don't want to spend my life in the North Pole in perpetual winter. And right. Even though... It's a magical place, and you can eat candy all the time. So that was awesome. Like, apparently, uh, Goldie has figured out how to make broccoli taste like cake. <laughs> and look like cake. And look like cake. And I was like, can can Goldie work her magic, like, in real life, <laughs> not in the movies? Because I just want to eat cake all the time and be healthy and not fat. So, Well, there's another reason that I wouldn't want to be an elf is that the, the union is pretty weak there. Because we, they're working all the time. Yeah. And they're working, you know, I don't think they get paid, do they? I mean... I didn't see any, like, elf condos or anything like that. Like, where do they live? They must work all the time. I mean, I guess they get free room and board at the North Pole. Yeah. we. This has been a running theme with some of our most recent podcasts. Like, mm-hmm. we said that uh, the stormtroopers need to unionize <laughs> in The Mandalorian, and now we think the elves need to unionize yeah. in The Christmas Chronicles. So I'm trying to fight for the, the rights of our workers. Right, totally, because nobody else is. Well, because I'm not working. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, I yeah. need some, some work. So North Pole Local 151 needs to... Uh, Give you a call and you can Norma Ray, Norma Ray your ass up there and <laughs> organize the elves. <laughs> I won't have to stand on anything to see my, you know, for them oh, yeah. to see me above a crowd because I'll just be taller than them. You could, you could probably just sit down even right. on like a chair. You won't even have to stand. And... It could be an unthreatening, involved discussion. Right, totally. <laughs> Come and join me, brothers. Well, this podcast is taking a turn. Well, right? it usually does. <laughs> We watched something we didn't really want to watch because, you know, because of listener. Right. So, But we so, don't want you, listener, to think that we're in pain because of you. Like, no, this is all good. It's not yeah. like we had to go and 
re-shingle a roof for the listener. Right, totally. In like, the hot August sun. Yeah, in the grand scheme of things, spending a couple hours watching a Christmas movie starring Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn is not the worst thing that we could possibly be doing. Exactly, exactly. And it's not like we're reviewing kitchen utensils or something like that. <laughs> right, totally. <laughs> <laughs> Or dog poop bags or something. Oh, I can review dog poop bags. Let me tell you, I got opinions on dog poop bags. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's the way that a podcast will be successful. Episode 102. (laughs) Biodegradable or not? (laughs) So what grade would you give the Christmas Chronicles Part 2? Oh, I'd give this like a one quarter to one half of a candy cane. Wow. Dalt's... Daltz is bringing the heat today. On yeah, the, wow. I was, I mean, I like Kurt Russell, like I said, but everything else was just kind of, I didn't buy any of the other stuff. <laughs> I mean, I know I'm supposed to suspend disbelief in some ways because it's a, a movie about Santa Claus, but yeah. like, I didn't really, I didn't really buy it. Like, like Santa, like Mrs. Mrs. Claus is the most irresponsible guardian ever. She sends the kid up the mountain to get the plant and like in the most dangerous situation, yeah. And then, and then there's some sort of magic thing where they parasail down. But have the kids ever been parasailing before? Like this, as a dad, I was offended. As a parent, I was offended by the, the, the negligence on the part of Mr. and Mrs. Claus. Well, apparently, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Claus are like 1,700 years old, right. so they've got some old school parenting techniques well, going on. That's true. There's not a lot of bubble wrap parenting going on there. Right, totally. Like it's only today that kids are coddled. So back in but, Turkey in the you know Middle Ages, they were like shoving kids out in the fields at four years old with the machetes. But so. I, but I would I would contend that sending a little kid up a mountain is not exactly coddling them, <laughs> telling, telling them don't go up that mountain that's a sheer rock face <laughs> in the blizzard. Don't climb that. I would, I would say that that's not, you know, coddling or, you know, pushing the kid out of the, of the sleigh and then they magically have a parasail to save them and sail down to the ground without them actually knowing it until midair. Uh, well, Santa, <laughs> jump. Oh, why am I going to jump? Just trust me. Yeah, Santa said trust me. So I think at that point she knew she could trust Santa. But how do you know that evil elf hadn't taken over Santa and then he was like a doppelganger or something like that? <laughs> Go um, ahead. Trust me. <laughs> that's the Christmas Chronicles part three. Oh. Like, yeah, Malcolm McDowell yes. like, takes over Santa and wreaks havoc. Netflix, call us. We've got ideas. Yeah, and you can email us at cocoandults at gmail.com if you want to get in touch. Wait a minute. Um, what did you, what's your ranking? Oh. Rating. Um, I'd give it like a C to C minus probably. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying, I'm trying to be mindful of like everything that I rate recently mm-hmm. and do it compared to that, mm-hmm. right? I'm like, okay, so if I thought that this was like a B plus. I'm like, eh, if I gave this like a C to C plus, is it really only one letter grade behind mm-hmm. that? So I'd I'd give it a C, maybe a C minus. That's sort of what a rating system is, though, right? Well, it's but, all rated one against the other. Well, no, I don't know. I don't know if you necessarily have to do that. You th- you don't think listeners got a chart at home? No, I don't think so. Like what <laughs> she gave, you know, Star Wars: A New Hope only an A minus and now she's given this a C plus like I can't listen to this anymore. Right. Exactly. The uh, the grades are hard. But you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Pandora, SoundCloud, TuneIn, Google Play, IMDb, iHeartRadio, 
and Amazon Music. Am I forgetting anything? Oh, there's many destinations. Anywhere that you can get a podcast, we are there. We are. We are also on Twitter and Facebook at Coco and Alts. So please chickadee check us out. Let us know what you think of this podcast, what you want us to review in the future, what you think of previous podcasts. We want to hear from you, listener. And go to CocoAndAlts.com and donate. Hit the donate button and sponsor the podcast so we can keep doing this. That would be great. It'd be really nice to, (laughs) 101 episodes in, start making some money off this thing. (laughs) That'd be pretty sweet. And so thank you for joining us, listener. We appreciate you downloading us and sharing us and liking us and rating us on Apple Music. We are thankful for you, listener. Oh, we are thankful today being American Thanksgiving. So thank you for your support. For another episode of the podcast, I'm not Coco. And I'm not Dalton.